I thought I told all of you I want crystal ball silence until further notice. I'm very sorry, Hans. I didn't get that message. Maybe you should have put it on a bulletin board. But I figured since I waxed Tony and Marco and his friend here, I figured you and Carl and Franco might be a little lonely, so I wanted to give you a call. Who the fuck is Franco and Marco? That's very kind of you, but who the hell are you? And why did you strangle Merlin? I don't even think we have a security guard. Sorry, Hans, wrong guess. Would you like to go for double jeopardy where the scores can really change? Oh, these are very bad for you. Who the bloody hell is Hans? I don't know anyone called Hans. Well, who are you then? Just a fly in the ointment, Hans. The monkey in the wrench. The pain in the ass. Who the hell is this guy? And whilst we're at it, who are Franco and Marco? Don't use the crystal balls. Go and see if you can find him. Mr. Mystery Guest, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Unless you want to open a front door for me. Oh, it's already open, you idiot. And anyway, who are you? Just another random American who broke into too many Wizards Towers as a child. I was always kind of partial to Roy Rogers, actually. I really like those sequined shirts. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Welcome to Shark Select. Welcome to the season finale of Shark Select. I'm the guest host today, Ryan, and I'm joined by Stu. Hello. Oh, Craig's uh, somewhat busy, so we thought we'd just record without him. Busy swinging. Yeah. So anyway, we're Shark Select, and you can find us on Twitter at Shark Select Pod. We're on Instagram at Shark Select Pod. YouTube, search for Shark Select. And also Shark Select Highlights channel. Let's start with a very special episode of Ask Me Anything. Or so the majority have been sent from Lit Gaming Arena, which they should be busy finding Grief Brito instead of sending us questions to ask. Yeah, they're still in the woods, aren't they? They should be. Obviously not. Slacking. So the first question they asked was, what is a pig in a blanket? What? What's a pig in a... They don't know what a pig in a blanket is. But it's a, obviously a farm animal with a cosy blanket. Yeah. It's I'll also a very one. delicious um, side entry to the Christmas dinner. A side entry? Yeah. <laughs> it's not the main a feature, Christmas is it? A Christmas side dish. Yeah. And you can never have too many pigs in blankets. And the next question was, how how do you know when you're finished? When you finish? <laughs> finish in what way? Exactly. Finish for the day? That's when, when you're, you're tired. Yeah. When you're spent... And it's usually when you've when you when you've ejaculated. That's when I know I finished. <laughs> <laughs> or like finished when it says when the end when, credits roll. Or you it? finish when Craig says thank you, Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's faster, Flash or Sonic? It's the Flash, isn't it? Is he? Oh yeah, because he can go back in time, can't he? He can run so fast he can go back in time. He can also run at the speed of, like, light in one instance. Because he can run so fast, he's actually, like, more powerful than Superman, any with his punch. What game did you finish and immediately question whether you were experiencing reality or not? Ooh, that's a good question, isn't it? Uh, we got any answers for that one? Oh, uh, um... (laughs) Super Hot was a pretty good one, wasn't it? Have you played that? Oh yeah, because it—that's weird. Yeah, it tries to recruit people when you're halfway through by sharing it and saying it's the best best game ever, and then or you end up having you go into virtual reality and spoiler alert, halfway through you have to shoot your, shoot yourself in the back of the head. 
Yeah, and then down, download yourself that, into uh, into the game. Yeah, probably better examples, but that's all I can think of right now. What time is it? Yeah, thirteen fifty one GMT. Uh, when you wake up on Christmas morning, what video game better be underneath that Christmas tree, or else Mum gets it? Are you waiting for oh. any games to come out to play? Or have you got them all already? Don't know. The only one I've not got recently is um, Star Wars. Yeah, looks all right though. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of hoping for uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, but I haven't got the space on my hard drive to actually download it and play it. Delete some of your porn. Uh, no, no, that's on the flash drive, that is. That's separate, that's hidden away. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, but because I've just got a cod. Those pictures of buses are going to take up a lot of space, aren't they? Buses? Yeah. Oh, right. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> buses? <laughs> yeah. Close-ups of... Um... I thought you were a bus spotter. No, no. Where's that come from? Dunno. <laughs> bus spotting? <laughs> It's actually bus hentai. Like... <laughs> people fucking buses, or is it buses but, fucking people? That, you know, actually, there's um, don't don't ask me how I know of this, but there's a subreddit for um, dragons fucking cars. Yeah, there's one for planes fucking cars <laughs> as well. Oh, you seem to know it already. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the hard drive's full of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, right, let's see what the next one is. Oh, when you store Pokemon on a computer, are they frozen, forever frozen in cyberspace or do they still experience time? Mm. Oh, imagine if it's really dark and they're like not stored on the computer but they're teleported to like a prison. Yeah. Like a really horrible Maybe prison. Just... See, I just thought now, with them being um, like you, da- you can download them onto a computer and things like that. Does that mean that effectively the Pokemon are digital? And then actually it's just a projection from the Pokeball. The, oh, the, the Pokemon are, are actually are killed and cloned. Pokemon, are you suggesting that Pokemon are Digimon? Yeah, they could be. If you can store them on a computer, if it's supposed to be an animal and you can store its like data on a computer, then it's got to be some sort of digital, hasn't it? Yeah, that's true. And then so as each just, time you summon it, then it's either re- a clone or it's like, yeah, digital. Yeah, re re reatomized and deatomized. Yeah. Uh, what's the next question, Stu? Did you foresee your show becoming what it is today when you recorded and released your first episode? But I never thought we'd get to three listeners anyway. Yeah, three whole listeners. I know, yeah, yeah. Two of them is us two. Yeah. <laughs> Go for all the editing just to listen back to what we recorded again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think the other one just must be um, Justin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and and uh, Dave Cooper as well, Nyla. That's oh, like five people. That's maybe five then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like the way it has, it has evolved because I've listened to the older ones again and it's like there's a lot of waffling about what games we're playing. It's like pff, it doesn't really live up to re- replayability, as it were. Whereas the yeah. new ones, you can listen to them again. If people yeah, wanted to. What, uh, yeah. So, like, it's evergreen, isn't it? So you can listen to it any time. Yeah. Instead of um, it being relevant to that time when we were like when we were, we were like waffling about um anthem in one yeah, of the exactly. episodes for ages and Tomb Raider and stuff. Like, that's not gonna be relevant, like even now. Yeah, I'll like, talk about Assassin's Creed Odyssey for god knows how many episodes. So, Stuart, what's the um the biggest, chunkiest animal you can think of? It's gotta be a grizzly bear, isn't it? I was gonna say the same thing. You know, just before hibernation. Yeah. That's when it's the chunkiest. Grizzly bear just eating all that food ready for the winter. Yeah, I don't think I'm... You could go with... Or a hippo, maybe. Or our cat Luke, he's pretty thick as well. Mm. Yeah, my dog's pretty thick. Yeah, uh, actually, yeah. I'd say Saul. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's chunky, the chunky. He? He's the chunkiest animal I could think of, actually. Not compared to a bear, though. Only See... Yeah, go on. I think if you, yeah, if you'd like made a bear the same size as uh, Saul, I think Saul would still be chunkier. You mean it on a on a percentage scale? Yeah, <laughs> on a percent, yeah, on a chunk to body size scale. <laughs> I 
I know, yeah. In, it's just all about food it's a as table. well. Pain in the ass. It's a table. Yeah. What happens when there's no more AI scripts to read? I know, I'm dreading this day. Dreading that day when, we, when I run out. I'll have to write some myself, God forbid. We've got seven left, but some of them are a bit shit. So I'll have to wait and see. I'll have to start, think I, a new surprise, aren't I you? I know, yeah, I'll have to think. Maybe go and find some cringy stories again like I had last time. Who'd win a fight, Master Chief or Doom Guy? Probably, probably Doom Guy, I reckon. I reckon Doom Guy probably win as well. A bit more uh, lethal, isn't he? Yeah, when you when you look about how much punishment he can take and then kill everybody, all the demons and that, compared to Super Soldier Master Chief. Chief. Yeah. Glory killing Master Chief. I know Eric could pull his arms off and that one, he smash his visor. Like that, yeah. Punch his face Shoot in. Him down his throat. Yeah. It'd be pretty brutal. I mean, I do like I like the idea of Master Chief, but I think Doom Guy would probably kick his ass. Um, if you wake up tomorrow and find out the last 10 years of your life were a VR simulation and it's actually 2009, what do you do? I'd be really boring and go and invest all my um, money in Amazon stock. Yeah, but if it's a simulation that you've just been lived through, what's to say that Amazon would even do that? Maybe um, Play.com would take over instead. Oh, I used to love Play.com. It's still there, isn't it? But it's not the same. Yeah. Yeah, because he got bought out by Raktukin or whoever it was. Mm. Um, but what's to say when you wake up in 2009, you're not in another simulation? Oh, yeah. How many simulations deep is it? Like yeah. Inception. Yeah. <laughs> and how would you know to come out? What would you do to make sure you weren't in a simulation? Besides killing yourself. What could you do? This is no way to know, is it? You'd have to look for, like, glitches. Or um, I'd have a look for clipping as well, you know, see like people clip through walls or if like the fingers clip clip through the palms and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Or people just start lagging. Yeah. Or just walking on the spot <laughs> and stuff. Well, we've got a friend on Tube, he lags a bit every now and again, doesn't he? Because he's, he's powered by a Wi-Fi connection to a server. Yeah, there's pause on it. <laughs> Which one I do kill my... <laughs> Can't effects. <laughs> Final question from the Lit Gaming Arena show. It's what it feels like so far this episode. Um, would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized thick boys or one thick boy-sized duck? I'm going to say I'd I'd fight the hundred duck-sized thick boys because it'd be like fighting thick thick toddlers, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, just boot them, surely. That'd just exactly, finish them off, yeah. wouldn't it? I mean, imagine how ter- terrifying a... Th- a like a six foot tall yeah. thick duck would be Hagrid sized duck yeah like extra thick although it would be nice to um, defeat it and eat it wouldn't it depends how angry it is maybe yeah, it's just you, like if you killed like give him some seeds or something well yeah I suppose you could you, you could write you could fight it for a bit and then like tame it and have it as a pet yeah but well, then it'd be like massive. Imagine that stomping around your house. Take up a lot of space, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah, I I think I'd fight the the, uh, the the thick toddlers. To be honest. Yeah, I'd fight thick toddlers as well. Just don't well, fall over, so they can't swamp you. Yeah, that's it. If they trip you up, like if one gets behind you and the others push you over, <laughs> then they'll just <laughs> swarm over you, wouldn't they? Yeah. Primary school tactics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like. Um, World War Z, but World War Thick. And they just swarm you. So these next ones from Item Shop DX are pretty deep. Have you read any of them yet? No, I haven't. I've got I've got it open, though. Right, okay. So the first one is, have games always been part of your lives? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I remember a time where we've not had a master system. I think I remember that well, first. Uh, yeah, but even or if it wasn't, um, even if it wasn't any games like uh, Mega Drive, Atari's, Amigas, or anything like that, then it was tabletop games, wasn't it? Yeah. Or trading card games. Yeah. And then, yeah. but we'd still always go back to computer entertainment eventually. Yes, I think even when uh, we were too young to remember the Master System, the Atari was knocking about, wasn't it? Yeah. 
And then we got that Amiga with over 500 games on it, if you remember. I don't think we ever got through all of them, did we? No. We played no. The, the Bears Rock Band game. And uh, Rise of the Robots, if you remember that one. That, that was too much effort changing the, the discs every five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> ten, ten floppy discs it ran on. And what's the next one? Do you spend time reflecting on what you're playing and what you're getting out of it? Uh, no. <laughs> I just play it as a pastime. But rather, you know, rather than sitting um, watching telly, I'll just sit and play games instead. Sometimes, um, like, depend, like if it was playing, when I was playing Red Dead, and like, you look at the series, like somebody's had to go in and craft this. Mm. Like, and then just appreciating the work that's got into it. I wish I did that more, to be honest. I just had to just plow through the games and not, not take five minutes to look at the scenery or anything like that. Like I said, like... Um, I was telling them. I think in Red Dead you can't really help it though. Yeah, I've not, not tried that yet. But like a, another example in another Rockstar game in GTA V, you've got um, even small things like if you're following people um, yeah. and then they start getting creeped out and phone the police eventually, small things like that. They'll go about the day. It's like on, even on Skyrim, each, they've all got like different things to do throughout the day. I mean, you're too busy just yeah. running around, fuss row diring at people, causing mayhem. Things like that. Yeah, like even like in like the background of some games and stuff. Like so you got like the main area where you play it and then in the background, like even like the detail that goes into that and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's even like even in, in Skyrim, for example, there's ants. Is there? Yeah. There's ants. I've like, seen ants in it. Yeah, yeah, there is. And you can see them and they, they trot along the um they go walking a line and that and you can see them crossing the path. Right, so someone's actually put ants into the game and put them where they're going to walk around and things. And like, like you said, you didn't even notice that. No. Um, have you ever thought about tackling elitism in gaming and then discussed its toxicity? No. Next. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's nothing we can really do. I suppose what he's referred to is like the people are still caught up in Xbox versus PlayStation. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, like people are like um, everything, anything to do with Xbox is complete shit. And then, like, you have people play Xbox, and anything PlayStation is complete shit. And then you have the PC Master Race. I believe in the PC Master Race. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just people's with the petty squabbles, isn't it? And I mean, I'm liking now the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019 has come with crossplay. And that's for all of them. Yeah. PC, uh, Xbox, future, and probably. PS4. Uh, yeah, I mean, and like Xbox Live on the Nintendo Switch and things like that. Yeah, it's. I mean, the, the one thing I would like to to see getting rid of is exclusives. Why? Well, then anyone can play any game on any console. So, but then you know, like you God of War. Be, but uh, then you'd only have one console. Yeah. Why not? Because yeah, but you, can, you can have your Xbox, Craig can have his PS4, and you can play. You'd have to buy the equivalent games for no, equivalent consoles, wouldn't you? There'd be no point in having separate consoles, would there? Yeah, it's not just for the. People don't no, buy the need... console just for the exclusives, though, do you? Some people do. Not, not all people. No, you need more than one console to drive competition. Yeah. I mean, I would like to to play some of the PS4 exclusives but I don't think I'd ever be- have to buy a, buy a PS4 just to get just to play them well, that's just that's just it wait until the next generation and buy a cheap PlayStation 4 mm, maybe anyway move on to the next question on. why are LGBT people so under uh, so underrepresented in the game scene I don't know why <laughs> But I can name two straight off the top of my head. Go on. Pavati. Tracer. Yeah, and um, the pilot for Mass Effect 3. But yeah, I mean, it's not. Uh, a lot of the time, it's up to the, especially in an RPG, it's up to you as the main character to go down the path and choose whether you want to be gay, lesbian, or straight, the, whatever. Yeah. I Isn't mean, it? The, the problem is with... Um, trying to include LGBT was 
likely to not force it for the sake of it because then it's just heavy handed then, then it feels forced it's just, yeah it feels yeah. out of place anyway if it anyway. feels forced then it's just it's, that's, got, that's going to be worse I have a worse reaction than yeah. if it's like than it not being there if that makes sense yeah it's like um, like Pavati for example um, I never would have guessed halfway through and then she just she just happened to say that she likes this person and you go and meet him and it's a woman you're like oh right that's sort of how to do it in a way it was not like forced upon you like but yeah maybe they should be represented better but as long as it's not forced because then it'll just be worse for everybody involved yeah I mean I've not really got any ideas on how I mean it's above my pay grade really hmm well let's move on then yeah to uh, to uh, one of the worst questions I could possibly think of from uh, at Deluxe Man, Dave, insert Christmas pun here, Cooper. He wants to know whether you would prefer teeth for pubes or pubes for teeth, Stu. Um, pubes for teeth. Really? Well, you wouldn't be able to eat solids then. Uh, well, it'd just be like a whale to swim around with a mouth open and filter out all the krill. <laughs> <laughs> imagine smiling though and you have all these bloody curly, curly pubes. airy pubs. Yeah, in but can you mouth. imagine having teeth growing out around your dick? You have to brush them every day, otherwise they oh. get like. I'm just cringing looking, looking down, thinking about it. Oh, like bloody molars poking out, like in a fine circle. Like, oh yeah. Can you imagine getting kicked as well? How much that hurt? <laughs> well, they bring a whole new meaning to being kicked in the teeth, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, teeth are horrible anyway, but you'd have to have gums around your dick with all teeth growing out of it, and you'd have to clean them every day. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think I might agree for you there, and have pubes for teeth. Yeah, teeth anywhere except your mouth is just grim. Yeah, I'm oh, teeth for actual hair. I know that. That's even that's just grim as well. Thinking about that, can you imagine if you banged your head? I know. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Irish Tom at Thomas underscore Thomas K underscore H wants to know what if Nemesis shouts stars all the time because he wants to be sent to the stars and he wants you to kill him and release him from his agonizing life of pain and anger that he's living. Maybe he chases you because he knows you're the only one that can help him. I think he's just answered his own question there. That's deep as well. Why would anyone give us deep questions to talk about? I but yeah, I was. I thought there might have been some more really awkward personal ones, but never mind. Um, yeah, well, so know, all I can question? say with that one is yes, we is we agree. I think you've answered your own question there. Maybe he's just living an existential nightmare, of, yeah. uh, and he just wants to die, so he chases you around enough so you kill him eventually. Right, next one then. So we have uh, Justin the Pickle Witch at Hook hooked on Montana and he wants to know what was the one game you wanted as a kid but never got that's a tough one uh, I've I've thought of one I'll, while you're having a think I'll, I'll oh. go uh, Two Crude Dudes I always wanted that on Master oh, yeah. System as a kid uh, never owned it but I did continue to rent it many many times same rock and roll racing yeah oh Twisted Metal because we only had the demo oh yeah <laughs> you just play the demo endlessly yeah maybe that was Maybe yeah. Twisted Metal. Yeah, let's go with Twisted Metal then. Because um, a lot of the PS1 games we did end up buying ourselves. Because we were getting to that age where we were getting pocket money and jobs to do so. Or um, getting pirated. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pirated for £5. Bargain. So we had a dodgy chip in our ex- PlayStation, didn't we? Yeah, it blew up, it didn't it, eventually? It did, yeah. yeah. Uh... So yeah, let's move on. Uh, Grief Burrito, at Grief Burrito, want to know if you could relive a gaming moment from your past for the first time again, what would it be? And I've asked this question to you before on one of our previous episodes. Yeah, My, I've thought of a new answer for this one. Yeah, go on. we playing Warcraft again for the first time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, classics just come out, and playing that again is good. But when you're playing it on your own, it's oh, it's a drag. Because you remember when uh, Tube showed us, 
and I just couldn't wrap her head around like what it was. I watched all them people and what you just do quests and stuff. You have to get new new arms, yeah, new yeah. swords and stuff. What you yeah. can be a, a hunter and you get a dog. Yeah, I remember that. And I, and I questioned it. Said, uh, said, so what are you then? It said a warrior, and you make leather armor. When you can make leather armor, it's like yeah, yeah. It's like, that's pretty cool, that isn't it? Do all this, and then obviously made our own characters and experienced that world. And it absorbed yeah. us for a long time till the uh, the end of the Lich King, I believe, and then that's when we sort of didn't return as much as we did. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still on it now, every now and again. Oh, I play through Pandaria. You come back for Pandaria, didn't you? Yeah, and then I play through Warlords for a bit. Yeah, that was a bit weak. That Draino was good, but it was very story driven compared to the other ones. Right? So yeah. it, it took you on a linear path. Which is not as good as like another playthrough and a playthrough which you're trying to level. My favourite was uh, playthrough Burning Crusade. Yeah, Burning Crusade was a good expansion. Although there was a lot of grinded. There's a lot of grinding in Burning Crusade. It was on the end game, yeah. No, not even that. Just the quest, like when you're in um, Nagrand. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like kill sixty of these and sixty of them and sixty of them. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't even spawn all the time. Yeah. And we spent an entire day killing those, ogres, um, didn't we? Ogre anal beads. Mm. Yeah, we did. Spent a whole day just to get some mounts doing that. But I spent two weeks doing that to get the, the nether drakes. Yeah, I remember you doing that. Getting daily, the eggs and stuff. Daily grinds, yeah, for two weeks. Solid. About, about three hours every day. <laughs> I was on holiday at the time, though, so I'd get up early. <laughs> power through it and then have the rest of the day to carry on as normal <laughs> um, but I think another good one for me though for playing through for the first time again was um, Bioshock with the twist of Would You Kindly yeah that was pretty good. Or that or even uh, Morrowind I think he was good as- oh yeah Morrowind yeah or Red Dead again I think Red Dead too. Red Dead 1 was good as well when you spent the first few hours on the ranch and stuff doing ranch boy stuff yeah like herding cattle herding cattle and stuff just, like that John Marson's just not as good as Arthur Morgan though alright let's get on to some more questions would, so would you rather be the thickest boy but lose every other thicklet or be of equal thickness with the rest of them thicklets <laughs> <laughs> I'd share the I thickness think- yeah, share the thickness. Yeah. That is like um that disturbs song, isn't it? Down with the thickness. Yeah. Share the thickness. Ooh, Down with the thickness, yeah. <laughs> um so would you rather be stuck as a ten year old forever adventuring across a grueling dystropic waste of the Pokemon world, or be forced to play Fallout Four for one hour every day for the rest of your lives? I don't know. That's a tough one, isn't it? Fallout 4 is shit. I quite enjoyed it, to be honest. No, you're that guy telling you have to go and defend your camps every 10 minutes. Yeah, he can fuck off. I never did. But I used... I, um... I'm going to answer the question now. I'd play Fallout 4 for an hour every day. Who'd want to be stuck as a 10-year-old boy? Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, yeah, you'd be in the Pokemon world and everything, but you might end up just actually getting killed because you're a child. Maybe Team Rocket might just have enough of you and just shoot you in the head. And finally, from um, Winstoff the Christmas Tree, he wants to know if uh, us two had a fight using weapons from your favourite video game, how would it play out and who would win? Depends what weapons you're using, I suppose. Did you choose? Yeah, or was it random? It could be. Like, um, like the Hunger Games or something. Yeah, or like in, um, you know, you open those mystery boxes on Blackout. Yeah, like a zombies. loot box, yeah. Yeah, it goes, you know, it just flicks through all different weapons and you get stuck with like a, the dildo from Streets of uh, St. Row. Yeah, that's how it'd work. I'd end up with a fucking dildo and you'd be walking around with a BFG or something. Yeah. I, I reckon it would be like um, Neo, Neo and uh, Mr. Smith from The Matrix. Yeah. We like jump in the air, guns would be shooting, and then would land. We're like, "You're empty." <laughs> so are you, and then we'd have to fight off, fight it off, like in the Matrix. Yeah. So that's how I reckon it'd be like, and I think that was it. 
that's all the questions that we had. Have you got any last-minute questions, Stu, you want to ask? No, I don't think so. Right then. So it's time for Ryan's surprise. You can have a choice, right? You, you, you can choose. So you can have Solo, a Star Wars story, in quotation marks. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, dead tales tell no dead men, dead, dead, die, dead, dead, dead too. <laughs> <laughs> you can have Star Wars episode one to five, Jar Jar Jedi Jedi. Oh, I'm thinking Jar Jar Jedi Jedi. Yeah, I like Jar Jar Jedi Jedi. Okay, we can go with that. Exterior: a galaxy far, far away from an olive garden. <laughs> we see a ship flying towards Tatooine, the jungle planet where the jungle is sand. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. We zoom in to look through the ship's window and we see Jar Jar Binks eating a lightsaber. <laughs> Interior, Jar Jar's pleasure ship. <laughs> C-3PO, a space bitch, walks up to Jar Jar. Space bitch? <laughs> yeah. This isn't going to turn into a, the, the London bombings or something, is it, Ryan? Well, I don't know. I'm not ready yet. Fucking hell, carry on. C-3PO, like a bitch. Jar Jar, if we miss the pod race, Count Dooku will kiss a youngling. Whoa. <laughs> Just accusing Dooku of nonsense straight off the bat. <laughs> Jar Jar eats another lightsaber. His accent gets stronger. Go on, Ryan. This is your moment. <laughs> no, it's Go not on. my moment. You can do this. <laughs> Misa, no, no way I can do that. Misa midi-chlorians. C-3PO. Oh, if only R2 didn't divorce me. <laughs> Wipe to interior. Jedi Council building. The Jedi Council sits in chairs. Quote. <laughs> they are Yoda, big head guy, that Mucinex mucus monster, and Samuel L. Jackson. Order lunch, we should. Everyone nods in agreement. Big head guy nods too much and falls over and dies. <laughs> <laughs> he becomes a Jedi ghost. Wipe to exterior space. Anakin Skywalker, a 20-year-old baby, <laughs> pilots a ship into the blackness of space. Blacker than Samuel L. Jackson. Whoa. 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 Maybe I can't say that. <laughs> I've said it now. You've said it now. It's, we, we've acknowledged it's weird. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> Anakin. R2, we're going home. Anakin flies the ship directly into a plot hole. <laughs> the end. <laughs> that was brilliant that was better than Star Wars Episode 2 to be fair what do you think Stu? yeah do you know if I, I, could, could... I could do the other Star Wars one if you want keep on the keep on topic yeah are you down for that Stu? yeah right. so, well we'll just carry on then so wipe 2 solo a Star Wars story interior cantina we see weird <coughs> humanoid aliens and weird alienoid humans being ruckus at a bar Everyone is drinking Bud Light Limes. <laughs> Han Solo, a dashing rogue, and Chewbacca, a tall mess, walk into the bar. Tall mess. Everyone shuts up immediately. <laughs> the bartender, a talking like Bud Lime, addresses Han. We don't serve his kind. Han Solo, he is my boy. Serve my boy. <laughs> Are you Han Solo? I am Han Solo. Prove it. The bartender slams down a case of Bud Light Limes on the counter. Everyone at the bar gasps like they're good at gasping. <laughs> a text appears at the bottom of the screen that says, Han Solo can famously drink an entire case of Bud Light Limes with just his mind. Ron Howard, film buff. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. Well, are you going to do it? Han Solo. I already did. Han winks as the bartender opens the case and sees all the Bud Light limes are empty. <laughs> Some are super empty. Whoa. Everyone but one guy at the bar shouts, You are Han Solo! <laughs> and one guy at the bar apparently shouts, You are Han Polo! <laughs> <laughs> the guy that doesn't quite get, those, get what's going on. Yeah. The Han Solo. <clears throat> Don't get cocky. Chewbacca roars. Yes! That was beautiful. He wants a Bud Light Lime, but his species isn't allowed to have them since they're too tasty. 
Oh, this just sounds like an advert, doesn't it, that one? Yeah, I'm quite enjoying it though, it's funny. There you go. Well, that was... I enjoyed both Friday. I like your Chewbacca knife. Thank you. That was beautiful. Stu, any uh, thoughts on those? No, good. Uh, so, fair enough. So, for, for the first time listeners who maybe have just joined us this episode, um, these Ryan's surprises are AI scripts he's found on the internet. Written by machines. Yep. And therefore, they don't quite make sense. Yeah. Well, it makes sense enough. Yeah, we could tell it was a narrative. I hope you guys are ready for a trip up to the stairs or elevator to the uh, top of the Wizard's Tower. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? I mean, Ryan, you've just got here. I mean, hopefully, you didn't mess up Merlin's kitchen on the way past, did you? No, no. You know, he's like, just because he's new doesn't mean you can get away with it. He'll lick it, he split you in half, mate. Yeah, he will. I thought I'd get more laughs, I'll be honest with you. Uh, so, yeah, Stu, are you taking the lift or going upstairs? I don't know. Might just see if one of them will float me up there. I don't think they will. They don't seem like the type. <laughs> Great, they just float Stu's clothes up there. That's weird. <laughs> Great. Oh, I guess I'll just get in the elevator then. Yeah, nice nipples. Thanks. Uh, see you at the top. Meanwhile, at the top of the tower, it is I, Master Fenrir. Hey, look. I've just magicked up some boobs' clothes. <laughs> what are they? A tap-out t-shirt. And some jeans. Oh shit, they were stews. Now I'm in trouble. Master Wizard 1 and Master Wizard 2. I hope you will cover my back. Yes. Yes, we'll come on your back too. What? No, that's later. Oh, that's yes. That's once we've done. For God's sakes, man. And don't forget to think of a funny way to exit the tower whilst they're waffling on about video games. The fucking nerds. Oh, here they are. Time to go, time to go. Quick, hide behind the curtains. All right, we made it up here. Uh, a bit tired after those stairs. You right, Stu? Yeah. There's your clothes, mate. Tap out t-shirt and a pair of jeans. They can't be, they can't be anybody else. I think I'll just stay naked. Um, You all right with that, Ryan? Uh... Not really, but it's Stu, it? It does what he wants. I can't stop looking at his perfectly formed nipples. Squeeze them if you want. Not calloused uh, ducts no, like uh, has. No. No, no. Not like uh, has from Grief Burrito. Stu's nipple ducts are pure. Supple. They can lactate on command. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're here at the Wizard's Tower, which is, of course, the part of the show where we review a game each and put it onto the great tier board of games what we have reviewed in the tier board <coughs> uh, we've got like some some levels the chart which is the do chart. you know the levels yet i keep forgetting them i want to, <laughs> I, 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 I to take over for me and just read them out so without looking i can tell you even looking, yeah on, shame you can't wake up so you've got <laughs> trash on the floor where it belongs yeah then you've got meh yeah then you've got okay yeah and good but then thick, then sharp, then wizard. Well, there we go. Yeah. Did you remember those, Stu? Yeah, of course. Must just be me then. <laughs> All right, never mind. Um, so yeah, who's going to review a game first this week, Stu? Go on then. Um, I'll put Modern Warfare at sharp here. Fuck the bed. <clears throat> That's gone high up. Stu is impressed with this latest product. It's good. I really enjoy it. Is it Infinity Ward this one? Yeah. Well, there you go, then. That's why it's been better than the last few, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, but the single player is really good. Um, I've not even touched that yet. <laughs> yeah, you'll enjoy it. It's good. Yeah, Stu's slowly converting me here. <clears throat> the promise of a good single player campaign. It's the best one since the original Modern Warfare's. They've all been a bit shit since. <clears throat> Apart from, I would say. It's fair, Modern Warfare 2 and Black Ops were good. Yeah, the, there's the futuristic ones that really turned me off, like. Infinite. Blops 3 and 4 and Infinite and all you that see, shit. Like. I actually quite liked Infinite. I got it for a fiver just because I was bored. And it was a really good campaign. Yeah, but would you have enjoyed it if you paid 40 quid for it? No, I would have shit out my own organs and died. There you go then. Is <laughs> that the sort of John Snow one? John Snow in space. I'm a space baddie. And he died in a really shit way, as I recall. How did he die? It's like there's a bit where he gets to the bridge of his spaceship, but he locks all the doors. It's like, you can't get me, I'm Jon Snow. So you have to hack into a robot that's on the bridge and just blow it up in his face and he dies. You know, it's really shit. It's like, I thought I had an epic face-to-face battle with him or something, but no. Shame, really, because he was quite a fun baddie up until that point, just Jon Snowing around the place. Mm. 
But yeah, Modern Warfare Stu. I know you've talked about it a bit earlier in the podcast, but Ryan, Ryan, Ryan did miss it, so feel free to summarise. No, yeah, it's really good single player, and multiplayer is probably one of the better ones for a while as well. It seems really well balanced at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice boots on the ground shooter. Ooh, boots on the ground shooter. I haven't even touched ground war or anything like that yet. I've just been playing hardcore. Oh, yeah, ground war's good. Has he got hardcore ground war? No. Hardcore ground war? I jumped in a game with Tube and it was on normal. And I was like shooting at this guy. I was like, bloody hell, what's a Terminator or something? <laughs> Everyone's like, takes loads of damage because I've only ever played hard- hardcore. Like. Well, I thought they died pretty quick in core anyway. Because I started, I played core originally. It's only when I started playing with Paul like a couple of nights ago I gave hardcore a go but I thought core was um, the time to kill was like really short anyway I like how you can upgrade the guns as well so it's like you have four or five different barrels and there's like loads of different like nozzle attachments right yeah, oh yeah. gun nozzles yeah loads of different nozzles yeah I mean I've got the I've got there's like seven different upgrade parts on this gun I've got but you can only use five so you have to choose which one's best for what, like, level and stuff. No, oh, fair play. It sounds really good. So, shark then, Stu, yeah? Yeah. Would you so say it, Ryan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right, then. So, Ryan, what's your one? Uh, what do you want me to do while you're having to think? So, for my um, for my two penneth worth, I'm going to go back in time to the year 1992 when half of our listeners probably weren't even born. That's not true. That's not true, to be fair, is it? We have a lot of sort of listeners our own age or even a bit older. How do you know? Because I'll see them all on Twitter. I, know, I, I kind of know a few of them because I talk to them a lot. Mm. But uh, I'm going to go to 1992, Sega Mega Drive, Sonic 2. <coughs> There's a lot to say about Sonic 2. putting that in the trash. Why would I put it in the trash, Ryan? <laughs> Why would I put it in the trash, Ryan? You, know, you nearly triggered me then until I realised he was joking. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I got instantly erect with fury. <laughs> it's like, like Popeye's arms when he has spinach. It was like, ding, ding! <laughs> tell you about it. But yeah, Sonic 2, of course, released on the Sega Mega Drive. It featured uh, this blue hedgehog thing called Sonic. Mm-hmm. And uh, his and child fox. friend. And a fox. His with child a... friend, yeah. Tails. Mm-hmm. Mm. Go on, Ryan, say it. Foxes don't have two tails. But he did. And you could fly them like a helicopter. Yeah, because one was a butt plug. <laughs> Span it round. With the... Oh, there goes all suggestivism. Yeah. He's just straight in there, using a child of having a butt plug. <laughs> Fuck! That's why when you watch his first run animation, it's a bit, ooh. <laughs> oh my god, Ryan. Right, anyway, yeah. Wow, fucking hell. 9-11 last week. <laughs> Nods jokes to the extreme this week. Um, he's Ryan's out of control. Mm. Clearly needs more sleep. Uh, it's delirious. But yeah, I think I had like 12 levels all in all, which was twice as many as Sonic 1. It had some, some of the most amazing games music I've ever heard. And the bosses were all pretty good too, weren't they, for the most part? Special anyway. stages were pretty cool as well. You see, that's the one thing I did like about Sonic 2. Yeah, better than Sonic 1's. Oh yeah, they were stages. trippy and weird. <clears throat> well, you just spun around in like a weird maze thing <coughs> with birds in the background that turned into fish. I suppose at least in Sonic 2 you had that half pipe, didn't you? Yeah. You're running down the half pipe and you could do flips and you had to collect rings. Anyway. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, that was good. And also the first one to have Supersonic as well. So if you get all the Chaos Emeralds and collect 50 rings, you turn into Supersonic. You had a slightly different sprite and was like luminous yellow. And he also floated. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Mm. And when he ran, he just sort of hover, like did like a f- super fast float across the across the level. So Sonic Two, I'm going to uh, I'm going to put it in the in the uh, wizard tier because that was a masterpiece of gaming in 1992. <coughs> Did you any uh, advances on 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 that? You can't really advance it past wizard tier, can you? Well, not as an advance upwards. I mean, do you have any thoughts that might counteract that? No, not really. Yeah, it's probably the the like the probably the best Mega Drive game. Yeah, I think you're right. Probably the best 16-bit game. I go as far as to say. Yeah, better than those Nintendo games. Yeah, Super Mario. <laughs> right. Okay. So uh, that was the Wizard's Tower, wasn't it? Yeah. Come I on, Wizards. I obviously don't get to do a game this this week. No, you don't. I've called you out, Ryan. What is 
your selection this week for the Wizard's Tower? I gotta go with the perfect Splinter Cell, and that is Chaos Theory. That was the third one, was it? Yeah. Go on, tell us all about it, Ray. Splinter Cell, innit? <laughs> so, he plays, he plays Sam Fisher, obviously. I can't remember the story, as it is now. But it's, yeah, voiced by that guy. Michael Ironside. Yep. And, um, it does make some silly... F- it's got, like, bump mapping and stuff in it, and sometimes the lighting on his face makes it look like his, his face is a bit weird. <laughs> Was it on the original Xbox? No, 360. Oh, right, but it really pushed the graphics out. I mean, it still looks good now when you play it on PC. Yeah. But it's forced to control to keyboard and mouse, which is a bit annoying, especially for a third-person stealth game. It's easier to be yeah. controller, but never mind. They should probably mod that in, shouldn't they? I'm sure, some I'm sure there is somewhere, somewhere. Yeah. yeah. But apart from that, the graphics are really good. The uh, movement of the of Sam Fisher and the characters were very fluid. And sneaky, rather than. Do you still do a crap elbow to the face, or did they? No, no, no. Or? You had um, one button was non-lethal takedown, the other button was lethal takedown. Oh, nice! I like that system. That was in the double agent as well, wasn't it? And depending on which angle you come to the person, when you press the, that button, the just takedown just happened. Different animations. Yeah. So it's, and um, and oh, the yeah. way and the, these sneaking animation changed depending on if it's getting close to somebody. So it'd be a, like, it took bigger steps, yeah. It's a, it, it, it's, it walks like a like a Looney Tunes character, like <laughs> like sneaking Elmer Fudd going through. Yeah. The Fair enough. So why would you rate it on the Great Wizard's tears? I go put it in thick. Ooh, just yeah. like Sam Fisher himself. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. So uh, I think I I never played Chaos Theory, but I did like the, the the ones I have played. So I would agree with you on that. Right? I think they deserve to be thick. Uh, Stu, uh, do you have any thoughts on that? No, I never really played much split this out apart from the uh, apart from Conviction. Conviction was good. It was a bit easier though, wasn't it? Tagging everyone then, just like letting it, the game just headshot everyone for you. Conviction, yeah, Conviction was good, and they did keep that style in into the new one, the latest one with the blacklist, and that was the uh, known as the Panther play style, which was um, stealth but killing people, and then obviously you had Ghosts, which was stealth and not killing people, and then Assault. Why would you ever choose Assault? Yeah, I don't know. on the fucking Splinter Cell game. Why yeah. would you bother? It's like being a pacifist on Red Dead Redemption 2. When you pull pull doves out of your holster. Mm. I made that up. Magic right. cards. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Magic Card, Magic the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play some Magic the Gathering, you boy. Have you got the Black Lotus? My <laughs> Dutch, I've only got a green deck. I'm never going to beat your blue deck. <laughs> damn it, stop using those damn artifact decks, Micah. Just <laughs> <laughs> speaking of Magic the Gathering, there's an MMO coming out. Yeah, I saw that in the uh, Game Awards. MMO Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Ooh, you gonna play it? Magic the Gathering Legends. Is it like a, is it like a World of Warcraft or is it actually the card game but an MMO? Don't know. It's only like a cinematic at the moment. So. Ooh. Hopefully, hopefully, you play as a planeswalker. That'd be alright, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, what do you both think of the new Xbox, by the way? It looks very Series tall. X. It's basically a PC, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a big, tall, like, console-slash-PC thing, isn't it? Yeah. It looks like an old supercomputer from, from the 80s. I like it. It's got a glowing vent. Yeah, I quite like it. It looks cool, like, don't get me wrong. Well, expected, but cool. Kind of like Ryan. Beautiful. Yeah, Thick. I'd probably just get a PC, then. <laughs> well, actually, you know, you're a PC master race, aren't you? Yep. So... That was the uh, wizards. Oh, should we should we let the wizards back off behind the curtain now? They're not supposed to know that we're there. I know, but they, it's like I think they do know we're here because I can hear them giggling every now and again. And I keep seeing like a curly shoe sticking out from under the curtain. Yeah. They're going back in quick. I thought I kept seeing a worm poking out of the curtains, but maybe it wasn't that. I saw, I'm sure I saw a, a, the tip of a mushroom at one point. <laughs> I thought there was like a weird button attached to the curtains. Yeah. No, Craig sat here. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, <laughs> how rude. No, any of that business. All right, then, let's just go and leave. Let, let these wizards do whatever the fuck they do to get off this tower. Oh, they're finally gone. I don't think they saw us. <laughs> so, boys, how are you going to leave the tower today? I shall do a roly-poly down the stairs. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't recommend two ladies gone. <laughs> uh, how will you escape the tower, Master Wizard One? 
No, I have got these sweets from my friend Willy Wonka <coughs> that turn you purple and make you float. Go on, then. So I'll see you in a bit. That was awesome. I've got these blue sweets from my friend Dr. Viagra <laughs> blue and make me float. Oh, no. It's just giving me a big erection. How awkward. I'm going to have to waddle down the stairs nursing this bad boy now. <laughs> see you next week, everybody. <laughs> So uh, yeah, thanks, wizards. That was weird. Um, so now on to the final part of the uh, of the podcast. But it's time for the sexy game name game game name game, where I say a normal game but in a sexy voice to confuse our enemies. And remember, if you know the answer, for God's sakes, let just slide into at shots let pods DMs and let us know. So time for the last week's sexy name game first. That was, of course, the wild journey of a self of self discovery of a sexually repressed civic worker. Who gets high, sexually plunges himself into holes, and rides his friend hard like a demon, <laughs> or to lay a sexy lady of privilege before his spiky, thick rival. That was Super Mario World. <laughs> if anyone got that one, I, because people gonna say it could be any Mario game, but they but they would be wrong because the one with Yoshi, where he battles Yoshi, is Mario World. Super Mario World. No others won't accept it. Tough. So this week's. It's a bit of a shorter one this week, but it did make me laugh as I was writing it, so hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Are you ready? Go on. A purple, fiery-passioned youth uses his hot body to dominate his enemies. It's so intensely hot that you may catch fire. <laughs> <laughs> she liked it. Right? doesn't like he's got to fall asleep. <laughs> so I'll, do, I'll say that again in a slightly more normal voice. A purple, fiery-passioned youth uses his hot body to dominate his enemies. It's so intensely hot that you may catch fire. So if you think you know the answer to that, for God's sakes, let, let us know at Shout Select Pod. We just want to give you prizes. Ryan will come around your house and Buffalo Bill for you. Yeah. We've got it all sussed. If you're really lucky, he might leave his hat around your house. That's, of course, the main prize. Yeah, I mean, the name may has seen you do a sexy dance with makeup on. I want to see it. I'm jealous of anyone that does. Mm. Uh, anything else you guys want to mention before we shut this shut the shit down? No. Ryan, you happy? Yeah. Uh, so last week, of course, we did the Game Awards. Me and Ryan did. Because Stu had to go and work. Uh, so if you're not listening to that yet, give that a listen. We had a lot of fun with that one, didn't we, Ryan? Yeah. We only knew a third of the fucking entrance because we're so down with the kids. But uh, So hip and yeah. We enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. Fucking Sekiro. Um, so... Uh, Let's do the outro. Personal contacts. Ryan, where can we find you on the internet? Twitter at Sharkslet Ryan. And that's about it, isn't it? Yep. 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 Stu, where can we find you? You're at Shark Select Pod. You've already said that, haven't you? Yep. There you go. And I'm at Winstolf with an O, not a zero on my tag thing because I can't do it right. I fail at the internet. Uh, that's it for another week. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll get some more what reader responses in next week. Maybe. Get some what people think of things. Yeah. It's always nice to interact with our listeners, isn't it? If you do want to send us any emails or nice messages, feel free to do so. But it's always nice to hear from you. Even you, Pixie Podcast. Even you. And on that note, thanks for playing. God love you. Goodbye. Say bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.